You are listening to Veggie Doctor Radio, and this is episode number 61. Managing your thoughts and feelings is everything. Hey, I'm your host, Dr. Yami. I'm a board-certified pediatrician, certified health and wellness coach, author, and speaker. I'm also a passionate promoter of the power of diet and lifestyle in preventing and reversing chronic disease and bringing joy and longevity into our lives. This podcast is focused on plant-based nutrition, habit formation, motivation, and mindset so that you can have the tools to live the best life possible. Are you ready to get started? Let's do this. We are what we think. All that we are arises from our thoughts. With our thoughts, we make the world. Buddha. Happy Sunday, veggie lovers, and welcome back to Veggie Doctor Radio. So happy to have you here with me. Today, we're going to talk about managing your thoughts and feelings. I'm so excited to tell you about thought models. But first, just want to remind you, my book is still available for pre-order. It's going to be released this fall, 2019. It is called A Parent's Guide to Intuitive Eating, How to Raise Kids Who Love to Eat Healthy. And you can find it on Amazon.com or BarnesandNoble.com. In addition, if you want to get weekly emails from me where I share all my goodies and things that I'm doing, there's two options. You can go to dryami.com forward slash sign up, and that is dryami, D-O-C-T-O-R-Y-A-M-I.com forward slash sign up. Or you can text the word fiber, F-I-B as in boy, E-R, to 66866. Remember guys, fiber is my favorite F word. So text the word fiber to 66866 so you can join my newsletter and get a free gift in your inbox. All right, learning to manage our thoughts and feelings is revolutionary. I personally wished that I had learned some of these skills and tools early in life, like when I was a child. I think it would have helped me so much because I didn't learn how to apply these concepts until I was well into adulthood. In fact, I really started learning these techniques about a couple of years ago, and it has changed my life. Here's the foundational concept. Almost all of your feelings, and I would say probably 98 to 99%, because sometimes we may have these weird emotions that don't come from thoughts, but 98, 99% of our feelings are a result of our thoughts. Thoughts precede feelings. Thoughts create feelings. You don't just have feelings. You create your own feelings with your thoughts. Whenever you understand this, whenever you begin to observe this, you are going to feel so empowered to manage your thoughts no matter the circumstance. 
in order to get the results that you want in your life. That result may simply be feeling peaceful, feeling content. That simply could be the result that you want. And and a lot of the times that's the result I want too. So I've learned this concept from several teachers. I have learned a lot from Jack Canfield. I love the book, The Success Principles. If you haven't read that, it's a great resource. But one of the things that he teaches is this concept called E plus R equals O. I actually have a tank top that says that and I love to wear it because it reminds me of it. So what does that stand for? E is event, R is response, and O equals outcome. And it reminds us that we are able to produce the results in our lives based upon what actions we take. Now, this may not be saying directly that our feelings come from our thoughts, but it's related to that. And it's related to the self-coaching model that I'm going to teach you. Now, Brooke Castillo is a life coach, a very successful life coach. She runs something called the Life Coach School, and she has a great podcast as well. I love her work, and I'm actually in one of her membership groups, and I've learned a lot from this amazing lady, but one of the just most amazing things that she has developed is called the self-coaching model, and I'm going to teach you that today so that you can begin to apply this into your life. Another great teacher, if you haven't heard of her, is called Byron Katie, and she developed something called The Work, in which she goes through all of these thoughts that we have, and it's the thoughts that cause us pain and suffering, and teaches us how to apply four questions to those thoughts to help us see it in a different way. She has this little mnemonic, like this little thing that you can say to remember how to do it. It's judge your neighbor, write it down, ask for questions, turn it around. And if you get a hold of one of her books, I think her first book is called Loving What Is. She has lots of books now. And you can also go to her website as well. We can put the link to that in the show notes. You can learn more about it. But it's, it's amazing, amazing stuff. If you're at a point in your life where you want to find peace and you want to feel peace, it's worth it to learn the work and start applying it to your life. It does take practice. It takes being deliberate, but it's amazing. So let me talk to you about Brooke Castillo's self-coaching model. So it can be summarized into five letters C-T-F-A-R, C-T-F-A-R. Okay, so the first one is C, and that's your circumstance. And one thing that's important to know about your circumstance is that it is always neutral. No matter what you think, your circumstance, whatever circumstance it is, is always neutral. It is your thoughts about that circumstance that puts judgment on it, positive or negative, okay? So C is circumstance. 
And it helps at the beginning when you start doing the self-coaching model to write it out so that that way you can kind of see the flow. So whenever you write a circumstance, usually it's just a few words, a sentence at most. A circumstance can be summarized down into like very short thing. T, which is the next letter, is your thought or your thoughts about that circumstance. It helps to just take one thought at a time. So that would just be a sentence. C, circumstance, T, thought. The next letter is F for feeling. That's also just a few words. How do you feel when you think that thought? Remember, it's not the circumstance that's giving you your feeling. It is the thought about the circumstance that's giving you your feeling. So that's the F, just a few words to describe your feelings. Now, what I see when I work with my clients, because I teach this to my coaching clients as well, is that they get confused between thoughts and feelings. And ever we get to the T, they start putting feelings. Like they'll say, I feel like I'm anxious. And I'm like, that's not a thought, that's a feeling. But then when we get to the feeling part, they'll start putting a thought instead of a feeling. So just get really clear. But you have to get super basic on the feeling. It could just be like anxiety, fear, anger, sadness, happiness, whatever. Just get really basic so that you know that it's a feeling and not a thought. So that's the F. A is action. So whenever you have this feeling, what is usually the action that you take? And R is result. When you take that action, what results do you get in your life? What ends up happening? And usually, because these are things that we're working on that we don't wanna be happening, usually it's a result we don't wanna have whenever we first do the model. And she breaks it down into unintentional models and intentional models, because when you first start, you're gonna be looking at the things you don't wanna be thinking and feeling and doing, and you're gonna try to manipulate that into the things that you do wanna be thinking and feeling and doing to get the results you want in your life, okay? So C, circumstance, T, thought, F, feeling, A, action, R, result. So like I said, it takes practice and willingness to observe your thoughts like a neutral bystander. But whenever you step out of that autopilot and realize that you actually do have control over how you feel, you engage that prefrontal cortex. We talked about that a couple of episodes back. And when you engage that prefrontal cortex, it allows you to choose something different from yourself. So I wanna give you a few examples of how you can use this self-coaching model and how I've used it in my life and how it works for me. And then we're, we'll talk a little bit more about what I want you to do with it. One thing that's really interesting about the self-coaching model is that your results, what you get, help confirm your thoughts. So it makes it feel like your thoughts are real, like they're the accurate reality of the world because the results you get reinforce the thoughts that you have, which is really, really interesting because once you start learning how to manipulate those thoughts 
to feel differently, you end up getting different results that confirm those thoughts. So it's super cool. Once you start playing around with this, you're gonna see what I mean. But I'm gonna give you four examples. Now this can be applied to the smallest, tiniest little thoughts, but things that might be holding you back. So I'm gonna give you a food example, an exercise example, a parenting one, and then just one about relationships, okay? <clears throat> so let's just say that you wanna start eating vegetables, okay? So your circumstance is eating vegetables. You might have the thought, ugh, I hate vegetables, which leads to the feeling of disgust and fear because you're having this thought that you already hate vegetables. So if you have that feeling of disgust and fear, your action might be continue to avoid vegetables because why would you eat vegetables if you're afraid of them? And then the result is you do not make progress on your goal of eating more vegetables. Okay, circumstance stays the same. Circumstance, eating vegetables. A new thought you might wanna have is, I can learn how to like vegetables. Here, instead of feeling disgust and fear, you might feel hope or maybe even excitement or empowerment. It's more like a different way of thinking about it. Instead of feeling, ugh, I hate it, I can learn to like them. Whenever you have that feeling of hope and excitement, your action might actually be to start experimenting and trying new vegetables, trying them out from a place of curiosity rather than a place from, of fear. And then your result is that you will start to integrate more vegetables into your diet. You see how that simple example leads to completely different results. So you get that result, you learn to integrate more vegetables into your diet, and it reinforces the thought, I can learn how to like vegetables. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. It's really simple. Let's do an exercise one. So how about you have a goal to exercise, but your thought has been, so exercise is in the circumstance. You just put the word exercise. Your thought has been exercise is hard. So the feeling you get might be discouragement, anxiety, the action, avoid exercise because it's hard and the result stays stuck. Instead of feeling or thinking, sorry, exercise is hard, a different thought you may want to try out is I am willing to start exercising. Instead of feeling discouraged and anxious, this time your feeling might be determination or feeling empowered. Your action is going to be to start an exercise routine and your result is that you have started to form the habit of exercising which reinforces the thought, I am willing to start exercising. There's all kinds of different thoughts that you can try out. 
you know, it may be difficult to go from exercises hard to the thought of I'm a professional athlete and I can conquer any athletic goal. You know, it's not believable. So you have to make it believable and acceptable to your brain in order to really try out that feeling that gets you the result you want. Okay, let's do a parenting one. So in the past, I definitely have had lots of habitual thoughts that were not helpful when it came to parenting. And remember, a lot of these thoughts, they're like tapes in our brain. It's habitual, like we have been having these thoughts for years, so it almost seems like it's part of us, like it seems like it's so real, like it's so true. But it's it's like a tape, it's like an autopilot, it's there telling you the same thing over and over again. And whenever we've done that enough times, it becomes a limiting belief. So I used to have a limiting belief that I was not a good parent. I really did not feel like I was a good parent. I believed that. So this morning I had an interesting encounter with my son. I was running late for a meeting and I was about to leave. I was like right to the close to the door and he came up to me and he's like, mommy, mommy, I need help. I can't do this thing on my iPad and I need to download it. And it wasn't working last night. And I was literally already late. I was already two minutes late for this meeting. So I had to leave. In the past, I totally would have had thoughts that weren't helpful. So let's take that example. I'm just gonna put in the C line, just parenting in general. And a thought that I used to have in the past is I'm a bad mom. The feeling that I would have from that is guilt, shame, and sadness. But my action would be to withdraw and not try anything different. I'd just be like resigned to the fact that I'm a bad mom and I can't improve. So my result would be to stay stuck. Instead now, if I have a little parenting fluke or something like that, a thought that I might have is everybody makes mistakes. I can do better next time. The feeling I get is peace and contentment, knowing that I am a good mom and knowing that it's just part of parenting. And the action I have these days is to find ways to continuously improve my parenting and the strategies I use with my sons. And the result is that keep improving, keep growing, keep learning skills and tools instead of feeling stuck. So this morning, when that would have happened to me in the past, I would have felt guilty, like I didn't help him and I had to run off to my meeting because I told him, I said, babe, I can't do that right now. I have to go to a meeting. I'll help you when I get back. And of course he had this really disappointed look on his face. And you might think like, oh, of course that wouldn't make me feel bad. I mean, But in the past it would have, I would have felt bad because I would have had thoughts that led to guilt and shame. And you may have areas in your life where other people might be like, oh, well that doesn't cause me to feel that at all. But it causes you to feel that because you are having different thoughts than that person. So just pay attention to what thoughts, what habitual thoughts you have on repeat, on autopilot in your brain and how they make you feel, and then try on a different thought. It's just like putting on an outfit. Like one outfit may be too tight and constricting and feel really uncomfortable, and you put on another outfit and you're like, oh my gosh, this is the comfiest t-shirt I've ever worn, and these yoga pants, so nice. So what's your yoga pants of thoughts? 
<laughs> what helps you feel better so that you can get the results you actually want. Okay, another example. So I'm going to take a relationship example with my husband. So my husband is not a fan of texting, especially when he's working. And I've had situations in the past where it has caused some major drama. So let's take the circumstance of text. And let's say the circumstances, my husband did not return a text message. Okay, so texting. My thought might be immediately, he doesn't love me. He doesn't care about me. And then my feeling is anxiety, anger, sadness. My action is probably be, you know, to snap at him, be like not the nicest wife, have demanding expectations, and the result is harming the relationship. So doing things like that is not helpful. It doesn't help the relationship. So let's take this same circumstance. He didn't reply to my text. And my thought instead is now, oh, he's just busy today. He doesn't have time. He's working on important things. And my feeling is peace. I don't feel anxious. I don't feel angry. And my action is I just continue to be myself, be supportive, don't overreact. And the result is a preserved relationship with my husband. So you can see, and you know, it's almost embarrassing to admit this, but the truth is, you know, you have areas in your life where you have thoughts that are not helpful to you. And these have been some of the areas. It immediately goes to my insecurities, part of my brain that wants to protect me, but that leads to me having feelings that lead to results that I don't want in my life. I want a good marriage. I want a good relationship. I want to be a good parent. And I want to have a healthy lifestyle. I want to exercise and eat well. So how can I start observing these thoughts that cause the feelings that lead to the results that I don't want? So be honest with yourself. I'm being honest with you guys with some of the pettiest little thoughts I've had Notice even the harshest, disempowering, meanest, pettiest thoughts that you've had and how they make you feel. You don't have to believe or obey those thoughts. They are just thoughts. And you also, you know how they say, don't believe everything you read, don't believe everything you see, don't believe everything that you think. <laughs> I know that that's weird. But it's true, you cannot believe everything you think. Especially when those thoughts are, I'm not good enough, I'm a bad whatever, fill in the blank. This just not, your brain is lying. It's just thoughts. So take a step outside of that and Pay attention to what you're telling yourself every day, maybe multiple times per day, and decide if you want to believe it. And then take the next step and practice manipulating those thoughts to get the results that you want. Notice how it makes you feel whenever you have those habitual thoughts and when, and when you try on a new thought for size. Try on that new thought and see how it feels. 
And of course, you know, there's definitely some thoughts that are very helpful to us and you can keep those. And there's definitely things in my life, like I've, all, I've never doubted that I could become a doctor. I've never doubted that I can learn something. I have very helpful thoughts in that part of my life. But there are some parts of my life where I have in the past had thoughts that were very disempowering and that pre, like created obstacles to get to where I wanted to be and created lots of pain and suffering. And, you know, definitely sometimes it requires a little bit of discomfort and pain to get to what we want, but we want it to be in a productive way. We don't want it to be in a way that we unnecessarily beat ourselves up and block ourselves from getting what we want in life. And like I said, sometimes what we want in life is peace. We just don't want to be suffering from the thoughts that we're having and creating inside our head. So let me summarize. Brooke Castillo self-coaching model. C is circumstance, which is always neutral. T is thought. What thought are you having about that circumstance? F, feeling. Whenever you have that thought, what feeling does it create inside of you? A is action. Whenever you have that feeling, what action do you usually take? And R is result. What happens at the end? What result do you get that confirms the thoughts that you were having, C-T-F-A-R. So write this out, practice it, and my call to action this week, tune into your thoughts and objectively observe them. What thoughts are you having that are painful to you? Observe those. And then the next step is to play around with different thoughts, try them out for size, and see how those make you feel. Is it more helpful than the old thoughts? And then it's just practicing, practicing, because those old thoughts are gonna keep coming. It's not like they go away, believe me, they don't go away. They do become quieter, but then you learn to observe them. And I've made it a habit to just write out these thoughts. I also have my mastermind partner and my accountability partner that I share these crazy thoughts with. My mastermind partner knows that I do this thought work. She does it too. And I can say anything to her about the most embarrassing, nastiest, meanest thoughts I have about myself. And what I love is that most of the time she's like, oh my God, I think the same thing. But because we're observing those thoughts, we're not falling prey to those thoughts. We're not allowing them to hold us back. So tune in, observe, then play around and see how different thoughts might help you feel. Okay, veggie lovers, I hope you guys found this helpful and you can apply it to your life right away. Send me a little note. Tell me if you've ever tried this before and if it's helped you in your life and if this resonated with you and if it makes sense. Next Sunday, I am going to be starting an intuitive eating series. Super exciting. So I'm going to be interviewing a very special guest as well. And that probably will be not the next week, but the week after that. So I'll introduce the concepts of intuitive eating, talk to the guest, and then tell you what the rest of the concepts are going to be. So please tune in. If you want to make sure that you hear about every single episode of Veggie Doctor Radio, subscribe to my podcast, share, review, rate it. I would so appreciate it. Thank you so much for tuning in with me this week. I look forward to seeing you guys next week. And please have a very plantastic day. Top is soft and fluffy and the bottom. 
I hope that you enjoyed today's episode. Thank you for tuning in, and I look forward to having you back again next week. A very special thank you to the band Rocket Surgeons for permission to use the broccoli song. To find out more about the Rocket Surgeons, please visit their website at rocketsurgeonsband.com or Facebook at Rocket Surgeons Music. Please subscribe so that you never miss an episode. Also, all of my social media links can be found in the podcast description. Send me a message and let me know what you think of today's podcast. Sharing is caring. Please share, rate, and review my podcast and drop me a line if you have ideas for future episodes. Thank you once again and have a plantastic day. Great with me.